Hallelujah. Amen. Please let's take our seats. We bless the name of the Lord for another opportunity He's given us this morning to celebrate the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We want to use this time to also appreciate our chaplain, the venerable Sam E.K. It is the Lord that has led him to ask us to share and to minister today. God bless you, sir. We thank God for all our priests and chaplains in this place. We are trusting the Lord that he shall continue to encourage them. Amen? Keep them and bless them. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we are going to take our special approach this morning. I am not expecting the Holy Spirit to come. I know that he is here already this morning. I want us to move this morning step by step. I know that this morning, this morning, today in this service, the Lord is going to touch somebody. The Lord has laid in my heart to make some calls. And one of the calls that I'm going to be making this morning, and the Lord confirmed it this morning before the service started, there are some people here, for them, the Holy Spirit is a strange matter. I want to promise you that this morning, today, that shall change for you. There are some people here, since 50 years ago, the Holy Spirit touched them. They have been stale. They have been stagnant. I want to promise you again this morning, under God, Things shall turn around for you in the mighty name of Jesus. And one thing with God and one thing with the Holy Spirit is that when he comes, when he begins to move, he can heal you wherever you are. He can touch you wherever you are. He can answer the longings of your heart even when you have not prayed it out. Hallelujah. The other thing I'm sure the spirit God has laid in my heart by his spirit. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. This morning, the Lord has laid it on my heart that he's going to raise some people as special vessels in his hands. Before we started the service this morning, somebody wrote a note and sent to me, I don't know who the person is, to confirm these things that I'm mentioning now. So let's take it step by step. It's not by might, it's not by It's not by power, it's not by my spirit serves the Lord. Oh, it's not by might, it's not by it's not by power, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. Oh yes, this mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name. 
has been removed in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power and he went about doing good healing all manners of diseases hallelujah that same Jesus is the one that baptizes us his people by his spirit hallelujah yes the spirit of the Lord God is upon me said the Lord Jesus and he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to bring deliverance to the captives. He has sent me to open the prison to those who are bound. He has sent me to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. When the Lord Jesus entered that synagogue that very day in Nazareth, they gave him to read. From the scripture. And he turned to the place that I just quoted. I just paraphrased. That's Isaiah 61 verse 1 following. We cannot talk about the Holy Spirit. In fullness. Without the Lord Jesus. Because he is the one that baptizes his people. He is the one that baptizes with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist baptized with water. But the Lord Jesus baptized and is still baptizing today by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. On that great day of the feast, the Lord Jesus stood and proclaimed and declared, For those that believe in me, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living waters. And the scripture said that he was declaring about those who will come to believe in him. For out of their inmost beings shall flow rivers of living water. And the scripture says that he was talking about the Holy Spirit. Which those who shall believe in him shall receive. 
And since that time until today, those who come to Jesus, those who believe in him, can have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And as you are going, one of the important questions each one should be asking himself, do you know the Holy Spirit? Have you believed? One of the tragedies of our time is that the church is filled with people celebrated in the church, honored by the church, but they are strangers to the covenant of promise. Tragically, it is even possible to have some men wearing this kind of thing we are wearing and they do not know Jesus. And they are strangers to the Holy Spirit. And that is one of the bands of today's church. And many times we just paper over it. But it is not possible for a man to give what he hasn't got. Before the Lord Jesus Christ ascended, his disciples saw him up to a point. And as they were going, they started asking him. Because it seems as though their expectations were being cut off. They say, Lord, will you not, will you not at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Because they are thinking of who the Messiah is. They thought of a political Messiah. And the Lord Jesus said to them, it is not of you to bother about the things that God has reserved, the times that God has reserved to himself. However, when you return, tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. And so it was. It was a Sunday morning, 24th of May, AD 33. That was, historians reckon that that was the day the Holy Spirit came. So, Owakukom Benago. It is things, there are things recorded not just in scripture, but in history. 24th of May, the year AD 33, as they were gathered in that upper room, suddenly, that's what you have recorded for us in Acts chapter 2. Because of time, I'm just, you know, trying to lay a background. And suddenly, the scripture records that there was this mighty rushing wind. Hallelujah. And it entered where they were sitting. And divided as cloven tongues of fire. And rested upon each and every one of them. And the Bible records that there were about 120 of them in that upper room that day. The disciples were there. The twelve apostles, the eleven apostles plus Matthias that they just elected to take the place of Judas. The women that ministered to the Lord Jesus. People like John Mark, a young man. They were all there. And the scripture records that when the Holy Spirit came, it rested upon each and every one of them. That says plenty. That says as far as the Holy Spirit is concerned, you were in God's plan. You are still in God's plan. The Holy Spirit is for you. The Holy Spirit is not just for these uh, big men sitting in the chancel. The Holy Spirit is for everyone who has believed. And for so many years, these have been mystified. 
The Holy Spirit has been glamorized. The Holy Spirit has been handled in such a way that it is now for some special people. But I want to remind us today that the Holy Spirit is for everyone who has believed. Hallelujah. Today we are looking at filled with the Holy Spirit and with boldness. I want us to go to our text. I'll just read it and I'll rush on. Are you there? You are not there. Could you help me touch somebody near you say, are you there? Acts chapter 4, verse 23. Permit me to read from here and I will rush. Are we together? And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand. And the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, we are gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats. And grant to your servants that with all boldness, hallelujah, they may speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. They spoke the word of God with boldness. And just as it happened in Acts chapter 2, the same thing happened in Acts chapter 4. As you go through scripture, you will discover that from time to time, the Lord sends his spirit upon his people. I remember many years ago, my father in the Lord, Reverend Dr. Mike Oe, used to tell us, he would say, for those who are born again, from time to time, you need to be born again, again. From time to time, if you are a child of God, if you are born again, you need to be born again, again, from time to time. It looks funny, but it's so true. Before the Lord Jesus Christ left, remember that day when he entered where they were sitting afraid? What did he do? The Bible says he breathed upon them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. 
Again, for the day of Pentecost, he told them, tarry in Jerusalem until you receive the promise of my father, which I told you about. Here again in Acts chapter 4, he is saying, the Bible is saying again, that as they prayed, the place where they were shook. And what happened? They were filled with the Holy Spirit. How true it is that if you are a child of God, from time to time, you need a fresh visitation and infilling of the Holy Spirit. The one you received since 1931 cannot suffice. The Bible says to Jesus, John testified, the Lord does not give him the Spirit by measure. But for us who are his children, he gives us the Spirit by what? By measure. And so from time to time, we need the refreshing, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to ask ourselves, as we are sharing this morning, it is important. The Holy Spirit doesn't just come. The Holy Spirit is like the children's bread. The Holy Spirit does not just go anywhere and anyhow upon anybody. The Holy Spirit will always come from time to time upon God's children. And what makes heaven believe to know that you are a child of God? When you have believed in the Lord Jesus. Say he came to his own and his own did not receive him. But to as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become God's children. Well that translation, Bible scholars and theologians will tell you that that translation is not very correct. It should actually be. He came to his own. His own did not receive him. But to as many as received him, to them he gave the exousia, the authority. Hallelujah. Those who have authority also have power. But without authority with God, there will be no power. So he gave them authority. Exousia. Included in that is also dunamis. Power. To do things. Power to move things. And so everyone that is born of God, everyone that has believed in the gospel has received power. But the enemy will always work very hard to make you to think of yourself less than that. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, I remember many years ago, the first time I came to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus was about March 23, 1982. As a schoolboy at Dennis Memorial Grammar School, it was great to give your life. Even though a good Anglican boy taught to be good, the bad, bad things boys my age did, I didn't do because of how we were raised. At the age of seven, eight, I was already singing in the choir. Every Wednesday you must fast. And every Sunday you must go to church. And you must attend Sunday school. Those were the days when rice was a special thing. Rice ubosuka. And when it is cooked jollof and with mackerel fish, boy. 
The man that knew Natoto. And in those days, unless you are able to tell Mama, if it be Kuchuku, your own rights will wait. And so we were so rest as a schoolboy at DMGS. All through I sang in All Saints Cathedral Choir. Good Anglican boy. Good Anglican boy. But I was a stranger to Jesus. And I dare to say that that is still happening to many of our people. Anglican parents in particular. Raising their children. Doing their best. But both daddy and mommy are strangers to Jesus. And so their children, they are strangers to Jesus. The Lord Jesus will baptize everyone who believes by the Holy Spirit. But before, well, by theology, God is not bound absolutely to that order. Because on that day when Peter went to the house of Cornelius, just before Peter could conclude this with the summary of his message, the Holy Spirit came. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit didn't wait for them to be baptized in water. Yes, it is important to be baptized in water. The Lord Jesus himself was baptized in water. And why is water baptism important for the believer? It is a public declaration and demonstration of what has happened to you inside. And so on that day, the Lord Jesus was being baptized. God the Father declared from heaven, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And the early church did this very well. On the day you are going to be baptized, it will be a public thing. And you are going to declare with your own mouth. You are telling the world. You are telling the nations. I am now new. I have believed in the Lord Jesus. As I am dipped into water, I am dead with him. As I am raised from the water, I am alive. I arise to a new life. And the Bible says, the scripture has laid these things down. As examples. I am deliberately and intentionally going, laying this background before we get to the point of ministration. For you to appreciate the place and importance of the Holy Spirit in your life. God will help me. And so it was in 1983. We went for an Easter student camp. And about the third day during that program, it was about nine o'clock in the morning, just as we were praying and praising God, suddenly came a mighty rushing wind. True story. As it came with force, it entered the hall from the western door. And as that mighty wind entered that hall that morning, people were falling under the power of God. Left, right. I'm talking about 1973. To show that you are a big man of God. If you lay hands on somebody and he refuses to fall, get where I there. But that day, people were falling right, left, center. Do you know what? 
somebody didn't fall, guess who he was? A me like the Yoruba Susa. Why didn't I fall? In fact, as if that is what will stop the Holy Spirit from bringing me down. Why? I have been taught as an Anglican boy. Now Jesus born in How can anything Jesus is doing come and be pushing people down? I was too much of an Anglican boy to yield to the Holy Spirit. One of the things I have learned as a Christian, it was after five years after that day that I discovered that God is not an Anglican. I discovered that God is God. God, you can't plot him in a graph. He does what he wants to do. And nobody can stop him. And that was how a five-year period of backsliding ensued for me. Because I rejected the Holy Spirit. From that day, I started backsliding. Small by small. At a point, you wouldn't know whether I was a believer or whether I was an unbeliever. And in 1975, I ended up at the University of Ife. And gradually, I started, you know what university does to young people? Jesus. So the ones, the small backslide, why backslide? I backslided more. And I started acquiring the music of Fela and Nicola Kokuchi. That of Osita or Sadebe. You know, one thing with Osito Sarebe's music is that you can take one carton of star in one sitting when Osadebe's music is playing. You may not understand. <laughs> and that's why Osita said, meaning, it's possible that there are people here who are still enjoying Osito Sadebe. The Lord will deliver you today in the mighty name of Jesus. I started acquiring music of black Americans, Jamaicans, Rastafarians, Uroy, Black Moses. I want to cut it short because of our time. I'm sharing part of this testimony. So as you are talking about the Holy Spirit, it is real stuff. It's no cock and bull story. And so one thing led to the other. On the 25th of May, 1978, I returned from my five plus years of backsliding. One of my friends arranged for me to go and see Reverend Dr. Mike Oye. And so he took me to one part of the university ground we call biological gardens. About nine in the morning, God is a great God. When he begins to do a thing, you can't miss it. And one thing with God is this. If you leave God, any day you want him back, it is where you left him that you will start again. Even if it takes 30 years. I rejected the Holy Spirit as a good Anglican boy about 9 a.m. in the morning. And the time Reverend Oye was talking to me, 9 a.m. in the morning. I don't know who arranged it. And I shared my experience with him. 
He looked at me. He said, you have your Bible? I said, yes. He said, turn to Acts chapter 2. And I turned to Acts chapter 2. He said, read. And I read. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, you know the rest of the story. He said, what came that day which you rejected was the Holy Spirit. But if you are willing and ready to accept him here, he will start again with you where you stopped. Christianity is not a cock and bull story. It is a life experience, an encounter with God. And so, Uncle Michael laid hands. Incidentally, very many interesting things have been happening. Normally, sir, when you lay hands, want to lay hands on someone praying, where do you lay the hand? On the head, mommy. On the forehead. On the head or forehead, anywhere in the head. But do you know where Uncle Mike laid hands? On my legs. And so he prayed. Hallelujah. And we parted. As I was returning to the hostel to go prepare for my lectures. As I, I was at this point, and somewhere by the entrance gate there, I saw a wild wind coming. That same wind that I rejected in 1973. Hallelujah. And it was coming like this with speed towards me. And I was walking and the thing was coming. As it got to me overhead, it descended upon me. Boy, hallelujah. And I burst out singing. And I burst out dancing. 25th of May. 1978. And here I am. Just starting with Jesus. I do not know what your story is. If I have time, I will share a little more. But we are talking about the Holy Spirit. And part of the reason I went into this testimony is to tell, look, as the apostles will say, what we are talking about not be somebody tell us. We see them. We touch them. We taste them. And anything where you see, touch, taste, doesn't leave you. Go chef way to offend Salah, Seattle. Always in on your way. Oh, forward. And God does these things so that there will be practical things. Things you can testify about. So the apostles will say, the things we are talking about to you about is not cock and bull story. We saw it. We tasted it. We handled it. He said, this word of life, the incorruptible word of God. It is important to appreciate these things as we get into the issue of ministering the Holy Spirit. So that you will know, these things, when these things were happening, I was not a clergyman. <laughs> By the grace of God, after school, I worked in the federal service briefly. I went into industry. 
I left industry. I went into consultancy and training. I went into being a businessman before I came into the ordained ministry. And in each of these places, the Holy Spirit was there with me. Many of us push aside the Holy Spirit. Sorry, when we are talking about God, we talk about the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit is in your life, no matter your endeavor, no matter what you're doing, no matter your calling, no matter your vocation, the Holy Spirit will be near to help you. I remember many years ago, when I was working somewhere as a marketing manager, I had a very difficult factory and production manager who will go ahead and keep producing things that the market doesn't need. When you come into our warehouse, finished goods warehouse, it is filled, yet we were not selling. So the man arranged to get me out of the way. So he went to the MD and told him, this young man that is marketing manager is not ready to work. They come and see the warehouse filled. So they had a meeting. Because of the way the meeting was arranged, I was not invited. All the heads of departments were invited. And I was not invited as the marketing manager. So by the time they finished, they decided that they were going to deal with this young man. But one of the directors raised his hand and said, We cannot conclude this matter without hearing from the marketing manager. And so news came to me, and I was invited. Told the day I was going to come, the MD will be there, the executive directors will be there, and all that. And the Spirit started speaking to me. Hallelujah. The Spirit said to me, see what that man told them. See how you are going to respond line upon line. And for each item I prepared a file. So that day I arrived. Hallelujah. The MD was busy. He finished and invited the other directors. And saying... The Holy Spirit has been given to you, given to me as a believer, to help us in the public square of life, in the marketplaces of life, in the corporate squares of life. Not only when you are praying, not only even to be a daddy, you need the Holy Spirit. Even to be a good mama, you need the Holy Spirit. One of the things the Lord has laid in my heart is to help us this morning to open the door to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is interested in every affair of your life. The Holy Spirit is interested in how you do your business. When you travel for business, when you stay at home, the Holy Spirit is interested. You are a judge. There are difficult cases that will come. The Holy Spirit wants to help you if you let him. And so I was invited to talk. So I greeted the MD for the honor to invite such a small boy to come. I opened the first file. Pam, 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 pam. The man adjusted his seat. I opened the second file. Pam, 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 pam. 
The man was looking at me. All the directors, they were looking at me. I opened the third file. I said, sir, in modern business, this is how you do production. You produce what the marketing people tell you to produce. The, the MD just scratched his head. And he said, young man, you can go. Hallelujah. That was the end of the story. It was not by my might. It was not by my power, but by the Spirit. Eventually, that same man was the man they sacked. So, the Holy Spirit is available. The Holy Spirit is ready, wants to help you, wants to help me in everyday life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something more than gold, something more than gold, the Spirit of God in the hearts of men is something more than gold, more than gold, something, hallelujah. More than gold, hallelujah. Something more than gold. The spirit of the Lord in the hearts of men is something more than gold. One beautiful thing about Christianity is that it is not theory. When God comes into your life, you will know it. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life, you will know it. The Spirit is there to guide you. The Spirit is there to help you in everyday issues of life. Who you marry? Mommy, I know say you don't marry. Te, 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 te. <laughs> but for those of us, especially young people, you want to get married. The Spirit wants to lead you. The Spirit wants to help you. Many years ago, as a young man, I took this scripture. The Lord will give you the desire of your heart. So I chose who to marry. The Lord spoke to me diversely, used all kinds of ways to let me see. Oh, oh yeah. Then I quoted Isaiah for him. I brought my strong reasons. I told the Lord, this young lady is born again. I told the Lord, this young lady is fine. This young lady loves the things of God. The Spirit said, Mm-mm. As a young person, learn how to walk with the Spirit. Nothing is hidden before him. Everything is bare and open before him. So the very day I summoned myself going to that young lady's place to propose to her. Before I got to the door, I was virtually physically restrained by the Holy Spirit. I cried. So I went back home. I cast myself before the Lord. I say, Lord, show me your mercy. I am sorry. About two years after, 
I was somewhere in a place called Irua in Bendel State, old Bendel State, near Ekoma. About four in the morning, as I, my custom was, I was up praising. One thing I learned that has helped me plenty is to make sure that the Holy Spirit is ever near. And so if I go into the presence of God and I spend two hours, one and a half hours is about worship and praise. Don't worry about the problems. As the Lord is being taught by your life in worship and praise, you'll be dealing with your problems one after the other. By the grace of God today, there are certain prayers I don't pray. I don't, I don't pray certain prayers. Just hold on God. Worship Him. Listen to Him. So that early morning, it must have been about 4.30 in the morning, and the word just came, Via! Your wife is Chica or Baloka. I say, God, which one you day? I wasn't praying about wife. Hallelujah. That was 28th of July, 1980. About two years after, I got married to that same Chica of Baloka, who is my wife today. Hallelujah. Each time I think about it and I look back, I say, thank God. Thank God. Because, boy, if you are married to the wrong person, your paper suit don't scatter with that. Too. As a young man or young woman, you marry to the wrong person, your goose is cooked. If you miss hell, now God's mercy. So, God is interested. I know where I'm going this way. The Lord has led me to go this way. So that when we begin to make the calls and pray for people, open yourself. God wants to help you. Even in your business, God wants to help you. When I was vicar in one church, you know where, I told my members, those of you who are in business, before you travel for any business, let me know. One of them said, Nandio Kochuku, business. So one day, one of them came. He called me. He said, Daddy, I want to go to Lagos for so, so, and so, 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 and so. One thing we have taught as Christians and as ministers, as you're listening to people, listen to God. It is possible to hear God, my brothers and sisters. Till tomorrow, it is possible to hear God. So the Lord said to me, ask him not to travel. I'm sure there are some business people here. Sometimes you enter a lot of troubles as a Christian businessman because you sidetrack the Holy Spirit. The man just did, mm, he said, okay. He stayed. He went to Lagos the next week. By the time he got to Lagos, the things he would have gone to buy the previous week, the price had dropped by 50%. You don't need to push him to pay tithes. When I was in business, we used to live in Abba. 
So we wanted to start, you know, a leather craft outfit. That morning I had prayed, I believe I had prayed. So I went to back, I won't forget. Number one, incorrect correct Road, Abba, UBA. And I drew some money, I wanted to go buy some machines. I had taken the money and I was driving to the place. Up to a point, the Lord spoke to me expressly. He said, return to the bank and drop the money. This is not the day to buy the machines. One would have argued. Hallelujah. What am I saying? God is interested in every facet of your life. Only if you will let him. It depends on you. If you will let him. So I went, went to the same cashier, dropped the money. The young lady looked at me, looked at the teller, his stamp, her stamp on the distance, looked at me. I'm sure he must have been wondering. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know, exactly one month after, we bought those machines 50% less. But the point I'm trying to make is this. My brother, my sister, uncle, daddy, mommy, the Holy Spirit is interested in the very minute details of your life. If you let him, you will not, he will not only surprise you, you will rejoice. Yes, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. One thing the Lord lays strongly in my heart is this, that as we minister this morning, there are some people who have been struggling with God's calling upon their life. God says for me to announce to you that God wants you to surrender today. There are some young people today in this service, one of them is a lawyer. The other one is a medical student. The third of them is a nursing student. She's a girl. The Lord has been dragging you to say yes to ministry and you have been struggling. You know yourself. One lawyer, young man. The other one, medical student. I think it should be in either fourth year or thereabout. The other is a lady. The lady is agreeing. Chineke manakwaliha na kundi nos na America. As if God doesn't know. And she's struggling with all the plans she has made, what she wants to do with her life. But God has something better for you, my sister. If you let God. If you let God. As an Anglican clergyman, I never planned to be a clergyman. Never planned. By 16th of August, 1978, the Lord had made it clear to me that he was calling me into ministry. It was clear. I didn't agree about that. But Anglican, I said, God. <laughs> and so those three people you know, yourself, and there are others. I will raise a song if you know it, join me. And I want you to sing that song with all your heart. Send another Elijah 
to bring your power down. Send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sick, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be an Elijah. Send another Elijah to bring your fire down. Send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sick, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah. Send another Elijah to bring your power down. Send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sick, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah. away from you. It baptizes you with courage. It, it puts into your life in an unprecedented level confidence. Fear will be far away from you. Because even from where we have read, talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit and with boldness, in this life, it is not possible to live for God without boldness. It is not possible to obey God without boldness. It is not possible to live for God without boldness. And so one thing the Holy Spirit does in a man's life, in a woman's life, who has believed, is that he gives you boldness. By the grace of God, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of any man. I give respect to whom it is due, but afraid no such thing. I don't run from demons when I am coming, fan also. If you know what God has made you in Jesus Christ, if you know what the Holy Spirit has done in your life, if you have received him, you will know that you don't run from Satan. It is Satan and his demons that run from you. Many years ago, it was a Sunday, we had a communion service and I was so tired, I was so fucked out. And as I came in, I was undressing to take my Sunday rice. Up till tomorrow, rice is very important for me on Sundays. Hallelujah. And one of my parishioners called me. He said, please sir, they are taking my, one of my sisters, living with a husband in Portaco. They are taking her to somewhere in Mbise. They are taking her to a ministry. You know what ministry means. You know all the herbalists. And in the prophets and prophetesses. 
And he said to me, please, I have pleaded with them not to take the, my sister to Mbise. I have said to them, please bring her to my pastor. Anglican pastor. Anglican pastor, they are cast out to murder mommy. The original old, old Anglican pastor. So they brought her. And I was almost grumbling. And the Lord said to me, I am your strength. Just go. When I came out, she was sitting by the car porch. Immediately I approached her. Being my eyes on her. She did like this. I said, uh, okay. As I was approaching her, she started grumbling. I lifted my hand upon her. She did like this. And then, yeah, Bama. You don't know what you're doing. You want to ask, I haven't asked her to go, the, the demons to go. Say, you want to ask me to go. Yeah, so cool. Then I got angry in the spirit. And I started shouting. I said, you are going. Not tomorrow. Now. You are going now. And immediately I said that she sprang up from the seat and dashed outside. I went after her. I said, sorry, demons. Going is today, not tomorrow. I haven't had that, seen that kind of a thing before. As I prayed and prayed and prayed and laid my hands on this young woman, she started spinning like a cone. You know what cone is? I, Okoso, I can't imagine the speed. This one, no. Not tired, Anglican reverend. Hungry. Meaning, it is not by power. It is not by might. It is by his spirit. It's not about me. It is about him. And as she was spinning, you know, I kept shouting at the demon. I said, Go in. Unu meta wansi. And after some time, the power of God just lifted the lady up like that. Bah! And that was it. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is there and wants to help. Unfortunately, today, many of us, now are looking for power. But if only you will open the door to God. So I was singing that song. Send another Elijah to bring your power down. Some people say to bring your fire down. Send the fire. Also send the rain. To heal the sick. To raise the dead. And to glorify his name. He said, Lord, I want to be an Elijah now. Every child of God. You see, when the Lord Jesus Christ came, he, was, he had all the anointing. In the days of the Old Testament, there were three major kinds of anointing. The anointing of a king. The anointing of a priest. The anointing of a prophet. When the Lord Jesus came, he had all the anointing upon himself. And so when you belong to Jesus and he anoints you, everything that Jesus has is in you. But what the devil does 
is to make us to play down on who we are. We feel inferior. We belittle ourselves and the devil is happy. But the spirit has been given, the Bible says, so that every child of God shall profit with all. So soon as I begin to make my calls, I'm trusting the Lord that he will lead me how to do it because if I want to do it the traditional way, we won't go today. Trusting that the Lord will help me. Hallelujah. And so, my people, there is no confusion about the Holy Spirit. If you miss most a good number of the things I have said, please don't miss the point. The Holy Spirit is available to all who believe. Have you believed? Help me ask the person next to you. Have you believed? What is the person's response? If the person has believed, tell the person, the Holy Spirit is also for you. The Holy Spirit is not only for Venerable Sam, E.K. and company. Tell the person like that for me. The Holy Spirit is also for you. If you will make up your mind today, Preach to the person to me. Tell the person, if you will make up your mind today, the Holy Spirit is ready for you. The Holy Spirit is interested in every part of your life. The Holy Spirit is interested in every day in your life. Talk to the person, ask him, are you a bachelor or spinster? Tell him, the Holy Spirit is interested in who you marry. Tell the person, if you marry the young person, the devil will scatter your pepper soup. Very true. Very true. There are some people who married as unbelievers and they marry just anybody. The Holy Spirit can bring healing to you this morning. But I'm, I'm, you see, I'm not guessing. I know what I'm talking about. The Holy Spirit is interested in your affairs. The Holy Spirit is interested in your business. The Holy Spirit is interested in your children. There is something my wife and I learned as young couple. What is that? We learned that for God's children, children don't just come anyhow. Before he will send them. And so what my wife and I started doing under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Each time my wife will take him, we will begin to pray, ask God. I say, God, this one where they come, who is he? Or who is she? What is she or he about? And as the Spirit is speaking to us, we will be journaling. So by the grace of God, all our four children, three boys, okay, three men. You know, you can one have boys now, they take offense. Three men. But my mama used to tell me, Nami be your mama. I say, yes, man. And I made all their arguments. And as the Spirit 
is saying to us will be journalizing. Then I was doing a marketing job. I traveled a lot. But once it is two weeks to the time, I will stop the travels. Because I want to be around when the baby arrives. It is on the basis of what the Lord has said to us that we gave names to them. That we prophesied to them. So, on the day of birth, my wife gives birth. No, used to. Because I see give now. You know, <laughs> As Hebrew children, before you say Jack Robinson is over. And I will insist that I want to be in the, in, you know, inside the labor. When you reach that time, they will tell me to go and bring hot water. Before I come back with the hot water. <laughs> then I will enter, after they brought the, bring the baby out of the world, I will carry the baby in my hand. Then I wasn't a clergyman. Oh, some fathers miss it. They are waiting for the day of baptism. They are waiting for the day of dedication. They forget that the father is the chief priest of his home. So I will carry the baby in my hands in the open world before the nurses. And all the things that the Lord said about that baby, I will prophesy it upon the baby, lay hands on him. Hallelujah. Then after that, in the nurse, Mbogel will do his own. But me, as the chief priest and prophet of the home, I have done my bit. And the spirit is there, even to help daddies, to be spirit-filled daddies. struggling with time but the Lord will help me so as these children as they were growing in each case we saw God bringing to pass to the letter the things he said about them that's why a little some years later I wrote a piece on fathers as mentors and part of that little book is target parenting that every child God has given you, there is something about that child. Receive it from God. Fasten it upon God. We didn't force any of our children to become believers. But they didn't have any choice. <laughs> they didn't have any choice. We didn't force them. You know, at certain times, you see them doing like young men. Booga, booga, she because there is something speaking in their life from heaven by the Holy Ghost. But many times when we talk about the Holy Spirit, many of us just think about speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is just a small matter. Evidence that you have received the Holy Spirit. The first time I welcomed back the Holy Spirit in my life, I didn't speak in tongues. But much later, I did. When you speak in tongues, it's a manifestation, an identification that the Holy Spirit is at work in your life. Sometimes when you speak in tongues, you sing. Sometimes you pray, you pray in tongues. Sometimes when you are praying, the scripture says, you may not know what you are speaking, my dear, but that you are speaking mysteries to God. 
And he said, God, who knows the mind of the spirit, knows what you are telling him. Unfortunately, many of us, especially those of us with Anglican background, Anglican church is good, though. By God's grace, I've never been a member of another church. I have always been an Anglican. In change, you went to church, you know, But you see, there are certain prayers you will need to pray, my brother. You don't need BCP. BCP. Book of Common Prayer. There are times when John will go mature. Prof, you wouldn't need BCP. You wouldn't need BCP. All those stuff are for public worship. Liturgy is an order for public worship. But when it is between you and God, my sister, you don't need BCP. You don't need it. You don't need it. I tell my parishioners, every time something comes up, you are running to Ukochuku. Do you know sometimes, when the devil wants to come, he comes when Ukochuku is not easily available. Sometimes 12 in the midnight, sometimes and when he came before, he went up and took the phone and he switched up. That if you learn to flow with the Holy Spirit, you can stand your two feet on the ground and say, Hello, devil, my house, you have no place here. Out! I remember many years ago, our first son, he's a big man now, he's a medical doctor. This young man was so sickly. Gao Loguka, Bogunilanaba. Do this one. So one day, after we did the series of tests and this thing we did, the very next morning again, the young man was running temperature. Hi! I felt insulted. Why? Mommy, supposed to be a child of God. Then I was president of the graduate fellowship in Abba. I said, God, even Ghana was your child in the doctor. I said, God, I called my wife before I left the house. I said, nah. no matter what happens, even APC, all those drugs we brought over. She was looking at him and the mommy. <laughs> that was the way she looked at me. Then I shouted. I said, devil, kill this boy. Let me see. Kill this boy. Let me see. And I left. By the time I came back after six, the young man was downstairs playing football. There is power in the spirit. The power of God is real. Everybody who is a child of God can entrance into this reality and demonstrate it. And one thing the Holy Spirit gives you is boldness. Many years ago, we had this lecturer, Professor Sosa, so I won't call his name. He said he was a communist and socialist. Each time he would come into to do his lectures, that was during our final year, he would be bastardizing Jesus. Cause Jesus. Talk this one. Say you issues. Incidentally, in my sex, over 70% of us were born again. 
Because that was the time revival was happening at the University of Ife. And so after the lecture, all of us, I'm sure it was the Holy Spirit that gathered us, gathered us and said, how long will this continue? This man come to lecture, whether I go do, make you do in lecture, leave Jesus alone. Because when he's insulting Jesus, he's insulting us. So somebody said, okay, let us go to him. Final year students, too. You they go to professor. Ha. So we went, we all marched into his office. The man looked like this. He was scared, really. Then one of us spoke up. He said, sir, this is the last time you will come to our class for your lecture and you say anything about Jesus. If you dare, we will see. That was the end. <laughs> when the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, there is a kind of boldness you receive. It is not every day that you confront your lecturers or I beg. <laughs> but this one we knew it was God. Peter and, Peter and John, as they passed through the beautiful gate that day, they saw this man lay, and they said to him, he was begging for arms, they said to him, silver and gold we don't have, but what we have we give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they pulled him up. The man not only walked, the Bible says, he leaped, he danced, rejoicing and glorifying the name of the Lord. The text we read in Acts chapter 4, I'm coming to the point of calls now. You will discover that it was for that reason that the Sanhedrin, the elders of the Jews, arrested them. Put them in prison. And by Acts chapter 4, they invited them, spoke to them strongly, and asked them to stop speaking in that name. To stop preaching. In that name. And Peter said, well, men and brethren, judge for yourself whether it is better to listen to you and to listen to God. They let them go. And when they gathered together with their company, the Bible says they praised God. They rejoiced that they were accounted worthy to suffer for that name. And as they prayed, the whole place shook. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And with boldness. They preached the word with boldness. How many people here today, you are in this service, and you are born again? I'm beginning with my calls now. Oh, the Spirit of God is here. The power of God is here. I can feel it. Days like this don't come every Sunday. Days like this don't come every day in a man's life. This is an opportunity. An opportunity is a positive situation that has presented itself, which if you take advantage of it, will move your life forward. Are you here in this service? Do you know Jesus as Lord? I want us to bow our heads as we pray.
Yes, you're here in this service. You know it. You have been struggling with it. You do not know. You have not yet received the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to plead with you by the mercies of God to lift up your right hand in surrender to him. Yes. God bless you, sir. Can see some hands. Just raise that hand properly to God. You know yourself. You know yourself. You know, you know, you know that you have not really yielded your life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Could you lift it up to the Lord? I want to encourage you to stand on your feet. Could you stand? Yes, any other person because I want to rush on. My brother, talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, here I am. I have decided to give my life to you today. Say, Lord, forgive me my sins. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life to be my Lord and to be my Savior. Tell him, Lord Jesus, by your grace, from this day forward, I will live for you. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. I turn my back to the world. I turn my back to sin. From this day forward, I am your own. I pray for you. Mighty and eternal God, thank you for this young man. That you have touched and you have challenged him to yield himself, his life to you. Father, forgive him his sins in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, remove his name from the devil's books of death in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, transfer his name to the Lamb's book of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let your hand and power come and rest upon him this hour. From this day forward, put a witness in his heart that he is your own. Lord, he is born again. Born of the incorruptible seed of God's word. Father, rush a witness into his heart. An assurance that he is your own. Father, meet him at the very point of his need. Spiritually, economically, financially and physically. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I want to make another call. The Spirit has ministered to me. There are so many of us. We are still praying. There are quite a good number here. You are born again, but you keep backsliding and coming back. You keep backsliding and coming back. God wants to put a permanent restoration upon your life. I won't ask you to stand up, but wherever you are, you know yourself. You know that your Christian life has been up and down. Could you please raise your hand to the Lord? God bless you, ma. God bless you, ma. God bless you, ma. God bless you, sir. You know yourself. You know your Christian life has been ding-dong. Today you are up, today you are down. You know it. I want you to put that hand on your heart as I pray. Lord Jesus, behold this, your children. Lord, you know them. 
You know how their Christian life has been a struggle. Lord, as they are returning to you this hour, oh God, do a mighty work without hand in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let them receive a fresh visitation from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I resist the power and hand of the enemy over their lives. Lord, afresh, oh God, we implant them in the grace of God. Let your power come upon them in a fresh way. Father, turn their lives around, oh God. Father, recharge them this day by your spirit. So that from this day forward, oh God, their Christian and spiritual life shall take a new turn. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We are going to the third call now. Ah! You've been filled with the Holy Spirit many, 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 many years ago and you have forgotten that. You know it. You know it. We are going to take this call. Both fresh in feeling. And you are here. You are a child of God. You want an infilling of the Holy Spirit. I want you to lift your two hands to the Lord as we pray. You know you are in this service. Yes, you are born again. You are a child of God. You know you want the infilling of the Holy Spirit in a new and unprecedented manner. I want you to lift those two hands properly to the Lord. And as you are lifting it up, I want you to stand. I want you to stand lifting up those two hands. Yes, stand lifting up those two hands. The Holy Spirit is already here. The Holy Spirit is already here. Holy Ghost fire. Fire fall on me. Oh, Holy Ghost fire. Fire fall on me. Can the band help me? We'll take this song for some. As in the day of Pentecost. Yes. As your hand is lifted up to the Lord, talk to Him. Rema shala solelo, rema kotore sedere, skembro selora boche kete, rama mama mama sepoke sekele, prida doro soteri selides. Yes, lift up your hand for Him. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, come. Blessed Holy Spirit, come. Blessed Holy Spirit, come. Shamra sotoro sete, banana kotere sete, reba baba boche kete. Yes, 
receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Tabo setre coste. Rashani labo sente. Bragoso gosore tenteretu. Prashokoro balakutaribonoske. Krige son zariboso. Kribatore selete. Prakoske tose kenebesi. Reba shantatata sutanita. Reba krute kose keletese. Prisabose borebo sende. Prigasoke letete. Zeyora shandarapusila. Rekoske bose lete. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Ramasa kabroste. Shendre pose lekese. Ramamama kostu kerito. Rema shandarakatala kasa. Brebo soto roseke. If any utterance is coming to you. Just release yourself to the Spirit of God. Just release yourself to the Spirit of God. Nobody is coming to touch you. Nobody is coming to lay hands on you. The Spirit of God is here. The Spirit of God is here. Receive Him. Receive Him. Receive Him. Receive Him. Sambra shotre gosti teles. Preshodara kalaboroste. Reba baba brosenterike. Resha kakakula loste. Reba nila hula laka. Reba shakara basanda. Prego sotelite. Zela rasha tarabasa. Resha kalabasa tarashka. Zema maroske. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You can see it. Before I make the next two calls. We do not need to allow ourselves to be confused concerning the Holy Spirit. Many years ago, after I received the Holy Spirit, I didn't quite speak in tongues. I got confused by a doctrine being peddled in the 70s by the Apostolic Faith Mission that says there are three major works of grace. You get born again, you pray through to sanctification, before you are qualified to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so one day I was somewhere praying and the Holy Spirit came and I burst in tongues and I held my mouth. I heard my mother say, no, 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 you have not been sanctified. You have not been sanctified. And the thing lifted. About two years later, when those confusion left, then I was doing my youth service. I did my youth service in a place, old Sokoto State. I was in a place called Yelwa Yauri that day. And I said, Lord, this issue of Holy Spirit and tongues must be settled tonight. I received a book, Seven Vital Steps to Receiving the Holy Spirit. As I read it, I said, I've already received the Holy Spirit, so what's the matter? I finished reading that book about 7.30. And as I knelt down to pray, that was the last I knew where I was. From 7.30 that evening to 11.30, I was lost in tongues. Until today, I sing in tongues. I pray in tongues. I bring message in tongues when they come. 
One day I finished ministering to a group of students and I laid hands on them, prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. About half of them spoke in tongues. The other, they didn't. But I know, I knew they received the Holy Spirit because I know my own experience. They went back to the hostel that night. As they, This is in a Muslim area. As they knelt down by their beds to pray, that was it. The whole hostel. Hallelujah. Three of those young men are senior pastors now. When you ask God for the Holy Spirit, he releases it. And one of the manifestations or evidence is that you speak in other tongues. If you didn't speak today, don't worry. Keep close to the Lord and you will see what will follow. Hallelujah. There are some men in this service. You know that God has been asking you to do something. For some of you, the thing the Lord is asking you to do looks so heavy. The Lord wants to settle the matter today. If you are one of those people, as we continue with this song, come. I want you to come to the altar. God is calling you into ministry. God is giving you something to do which you consider too challenging. And you are afraid. As we take that song again, I want you to come. Send an old Elijah to bring your pardon. Send the fire. Also send the rain to heal the sick. Raise the dead and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah. Lord, send another Please, if you are one of those people, please come, come. You know yourself, come. Rest and glorify your name, Lord. I want to be another Elijah. Lord, send another Elijah to bring the fire down. Send the fire, also send the And glorify your name, Lord. I want to be a We are going to continue with that song. You're here, you know that the Lord is calling you for something. You may be man, woman, young, old. Please rise and come. have the anointing to wait in this service. Please come. God bless you. Come. Be taking that song quietly.
Please come. You know yourself. Please come. If you come kneel at the altar and lay your all before him. Send the fire. Also send the rain to heal the sea. Raise the dead and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah. Oh Lord, send, Lord, send another Elijah to bring the fire. Oh, send the fire, send the fire. Also send the rain to heal the sea. Raise the dead, glorify. to me that there is a young man here. You've started some kind of business. But the Lord has been pulling you for a special assignment. You are in this service. Please come. Please come. Days like this do not come all the time. I want to plead with you. Please come. You take that song three more times and we pray. You know yourself. I want to plead with you. Please come. There is another young lady here. The Lord has been pulling you. He, want, she want, he wants you to serve him. But there is a young man that has promised to marry you. You are not very sure whether that young man is a Christian. And that is standing between you and God. Oh, if you love yourself, come this morning. Please come. You know yourself. Please come. Please come. Lord, send another Elijah. To bring the fire down, send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sea, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah. There is a mommy in this service, your second son. Is in the United States of America. That young man has struggled with so many things. And God has set his hand upon that young man for a purpose. That young man has shared a bit of what is happening to him. With you mommy. And you have not encouraged him. 
to say yes to the Lord. The Spirit of God says, I should tell you, mommy, encourage that young man to do what God is asking him to do. And you will be blessed for it. You get back home today, let it not go beyond tomorrow. Call that young man and encourage him. God has set something great before him in the United States of America. But he needs to take the step. But mommy, you have not encouraged him. Because your family wants to really fight poverty. And you think this will be a hindrance. Mommy, you love yourself, you love this, your son. Today, tomorrow, call him and encourage him. Those of us kneeling here, talk to God. You know what the Lord has been ministering to you. There is a daddy here. There is a daddy here. He retired two years ago. But there is something the Lord is setting on his heart to do. And he's struggling with it. Hello, daddy, please come. Please come. You know yourself. Please come. Don't delay. Please come. The Lord says I should tell you he will take care of whatever are your fears. Some people are called at 30. Some are called at 40. Some are called at 50. Some are called at 70. Please come, daddy. Please come. You know yourself. Please come. I plead with you by the mercies of God. Please come. Please come. Please come. The time, the day for struggling should be over for you today. Please come. Please come. There is a mommy here. Next week will be your 60th birthday. And the Lord has been ministering certain things to you to do for him. And you are struggling. You are not very sure. The Lord is confirming it for you. Are you that mommy? Please come. I won't delay further. So we can pray. Please come. Please come. Please come. There is another young man in this service. He just finished school. The Lord wants him to serve him in a special and peculiar way. Not necessarily as a clergyman. And that young man has been sweating even in this service. Please come. Please come. Please, if I called out your situation, do yourself a favor and come. Those of us kneeling here, can we take that song again? Lord, send another Elijah to bring the fire down. Send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sick, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord receive the offering up of your souls.
Amen. The Lord received the pouring out of your being in his presence. As a drink offering, the Lord received the pouring out of yourself before him in the name of Jesus. I release the unction of the Spirit into you for the work and the ministry he has called you. I release understanding of the timing, understanding of the location, understanding of the sequencing, understanding of the full nature of that which God has called you in the name of Jesus. I call upon the security of heaven upon you until the fulfillment. As the Lord said unto Jacob, he will not leave you until he has fully accomplished that which he has called you Amen. to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every warring of darkness to distract you, to divert you, to deceive you, to hinder you, we bring to naught now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we commission you to go fulfill that which the Lord himself has called you for. See to it that you fulfill it in the pattern Amen. that God has given you Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we seal your people in the blood of the Lord Jesus. Father, we mark them with the mark of your spirit. And we bless you as you cause them to go forth in victory and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The last call about the last call. When the Holy Spirit comes, when the Holy Spirit moves, it moves for everything. For healing, for special visitations, there is nothing the Lord cannot do. There is no situation, sickness of the body, of the mind, of the spirit that God cannot heal. You know yourself. What is that sickness? What is that situation? It may be even economic situation. You have been in economic wilderness for too long. You have fasted and you have prayed. It seems to be for no, to no avail. This morning, God wants to visit someone's situation. It could be you. Could you stand on your feet? What is it that you want God to do for you? Please stand. As you stand, tell him exactly. Don't read my role. Tell God exactly what you want him to do in your life. It may be emotional. It may be economic. It may be physical in your body. Tell the Lord exactly what it is. Tell the Lord exactly what it is. Tell him exactly what it is. Open your mouth and tell him exactly what it is. Tell him exactly what it is. Economic healing, physical healing, emotional healing, financial healing, social troubles all around. There is nothing the Lord cannot heal. Even as you have asked him, 
so be it unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. As you have asked him, even beyond your asking, so be it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Healing of the mind, healing of the body, healing of finances, healing of economy, healing of your vocation, so be it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hand of the enemy lifted up against you, I cut it short in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the glorious liberty of God's children come upon you, abide with you, rest upon you forever in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the visitation of God, the healing visitation of God in all dimensions of your person, even in your home, even in your family. Be made whole, be made whole, be made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, I want everybody to stand. We stand together. Just lift your two hands to the Lord and make this, take these confessionals after me. Say, My Father and my God, here am I before you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for visiting me. Thank you for your mercies. The things I have received today, I shall not lose them. By your grace, from this day forward, in a fresh and new way, I shall flow with the Holy Spirit. I shall flow with the Holy Spirit. From this day forward, my senses shall be tuned to the voice of your Spirit. From this day forward, I shall hear your word behind my ears saying, This is the way. Walk in it. From this day forward, my Father and my God, by the power of your Spirit, I shall be more than a conqueror. No weapons of the enemy lifted up or fashioned against me shall prosper. It is well with me. I shall fulfill my destiny. I shall receive grace to obey you because my blessings are in my obedience. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for blessing me, for hearing me, for visiting me, for undertaking for me. Blessed Holy Spirit, rule and reign in my life. Rule and reign in my life. Rule and reign in my life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now let's hold our hands. Well, I just hold your hands. This one is a group, group confession. Let's say together. Our Father and our God. Our Father and our God. Thank you once again. For speaking to us. For encouraging us. For challenging us. Help us each one. Not to be lone rangers. Help us to flow together in your work, in your service, in our worship of you. Help us to encourage one another. Help us to be a blessing to one another. Blessed Holy Spirit, break forth in a new way, in a fresh way, amongst us, in this chapel and beyond. Glorify your holy child. Jesus, thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. 
Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name.